This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everyone. I'm John Tesh. And I'm Mary Hush. We're, We're back. Tonight, Mary and John together on E.T. after 24 years. It's an honor to be with you again. It really is. Their emotional reunion comes with big reveals. I had not known that you had gone through this very, very serious battle with cancer. The diagnosis was dire. Then, let's do it. E.T.'s at The Voice with new guy Nick Jonas. He's cute, isn't he? Plus, billion-dollar businesswoman Jessica Simpson, ready for a big new career change? Right now, a lot of things are happening. And look who's popping up with major Bachelor news. Hey. Chris Harrison. Yeah. E.T. starts right now. You don't have to adjust your televisions. This is not 1986. Although, what do you think? We look exactly the same, right? Ah, uh, yeah, we wish. Anyway. Can you believe <laughs> that our final show together was in 1996, Mary, and that was 24 years ago? I really can't, but what is even more strange, John, is that this feels very oddly natural. I'm Mary Hart. And my name is John Tesh. People call me John Tesh. Oh, good. We did 2,314 shows together, over 10,000 stories. And through it all, John and I sure had a lot of fun. Whoa. Tom Cruise's limo, ladies and gentlemen. Tom Cruise's limo. <laughs> That's Mary Hart, and of course, I'm John Tesh. And Mary, you have a little something right here in your community. Oh, thank you very much. Shoes off in the limo. Wear those for six hours, John. <laughs> so buckle up. Because just for today, we're taking over. I'm not sure I remember how to do this part, so you're the pro. Take it away. I guess that means here is tonight's top story. Give it up for Nick Jonas! It's what a man gotta do 
Is Nick Jonas TV's new secret weapon? Nine million tuned in to watch his debut on The Voice. Let's do it. That's up from last season's premiere. The rookie coach parachuted on set. That's a bit dramatic. Stripped down James Bond style. Is this about to be a Magic Mike moment? And went head to head with Blake. He even hopped on stage for some real time coaching to seal the deal. Think about your posture. You're standing a bit taller. Dancing in the top. Get it? How has the dynamic been with Blake Shelton? Because back at the CMAs, he. He was pissed at you because you essentially replaced his girlfriend. That's unacceptable. We got to settle this. We're going to settle this on the stage, coach to coach. He's going down. I don't know. I, I choose not to uh, take anything he says seriously. <laughs> That's um, a good route. But I think he was fine. I think he, he uh, you know, as long as he's got his cup full, he's. Of his Smithworks <laughs> vodka. See, he's, he knows him he's very good well to go. already. I love that. <laughs> So how are Gwen and Blake doing now that they're no longer co-workers? The relationship is going strong. Blake joined Gwen on stage of her Vegas residency to perform their duet, Nobody But You. She gave him this giant hug as a thank you and then returned the favor, showing up at his concert. The couple tossed back a few shots backstage and Gwen showed off her customized Blake Vans. Now to Jessica Simpson, opening up about the competition she and her former pop rivals faced. 20 years ago, right, the year 2000, you, Brittany, Christina, you guys were at the top of the TRL charts. Are you kind of surprised where each of your careers have taken you? No, I think everybody's careers have their own unique stories, you know, and I, I love it that Brittany owns herself, Christina owns herself, and they don't let the world control them. We grew up in a very competitive um, environment when it came to like our record labels and being pushed to do things that were unnecessary for success. I just love it that everybody has remained authentically to who they are. Could you ever do a Vegas residency? Is that on the bucket list? That is not on the bucket list. <laughs> I feel like I have to write a lot more songs to have a Vegas re residency. I would do Broadway before I would do Vegas. You would do Broadway though? <laughs> yeah. Do you have Broadway dreams? Of course. I'm like a power ballad singer. <laughs> I wanna love you forever. Would it be a Broadway show about your life or is there a role I mean, in you mine? just never know. Right now, a lot of things are happening. Happening. Open book has opened a lot of doors. Yeah. <laughs> Jess can now add New York Times best-selling author to her list of accomplishments, along with running a billion-dollar clothing empire. And she's not done yet. I look forward to hopefully having stores. I want to do a lot in, like, health and wellness for sure. Um, the goop route, or...? Um, the goop, I mean, I love goop. I absolutely, completely respect goop, but I always want to keep it at a good price point for middle America. We caught up with a mom of three at the Create and Cultivate event, where she was a keynote speaker. Seven-year-old daughter Maxwell wants to follow in her mom's designer footsteps. She's already drawing clothing sketches for her stuffed animals. So what does Jess say are the keys to becoming a billion-dollar boss? Don't let it be about money. Money will come, you know. Like, nurture your idea. I feel like if you always have that readiness, your brand will always grow. There's so much room at the top. I mean, think about how many people are in heaven. Come on. <laughs>
So let's move on and talk TV. The ABC comedy Mixed Dish is on tonight. Kevin Frazier and Nichelle Turner are on the set right now. Don't worry, guys. We're holding down the fort for you. Um, actually, you keep holding it down because yeah. those are originally your seats, I not no ours. I have no problem just with Mary them from being you. on that stage. As a matter of fact, if Mary wants to stay, Michelle, <laughs> no, no. I see how you do. <laughs> we are joined by Mark Paul Gossler and Tika Sumter, yes. a two-time Entertainment Tonight co guest co-host. Yeah. Okay, Mark, stake your claim I never today. got my invite for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for having us here Thanks on the set of Mixed Dish. And yeah. um, tell us about what you're shooting i.e. the clothes. I'm still stuck in the 70s, so my, you know, the show takes place in 1986 now, but it's uh, the story of Rainbow Johnson uh, from Blackish, her um, journey, uh, journey mm -hmm. in the 80s. We're you know? shooting the finale today, and it's kind of where we figure out if we want to stay or we want to go. Oh, boy. Mm. <laughs> you know, I was just with Tracy Ellis Ross, who is the co-creator of the show, and all of her other co-stars as they just celebrated a huge win. I know. I know. I can't. I can't. It was crazy. Blackish swept the NAACP Image Awards. 15-year-old Marseille Martin even beat out Sterling K. Brown's youngest This Is Us co-stars. And uh, speaking of age, we finally saw old Kevin. Old Kevin looked like George Clooney. What is happening? When old Randall first came on the scene, my wife was like, did you stroke out? Like, what happened? No, I was like, are you the Black Wilford Brimley? At first, Justin Hartley wasn't quite sold on becoming old. Justin had like a couple of different iterations where he was like, no, no, and that's how it works. Oh, you you got to be the guinea pig. They well, did old well, Randall dirt. Hey, that's something you could talk about in therapy, right? In tonight's episode, Randall's anxiety issues are set to boil over. I just shot something. The second to last episode was one of the hardest things I think I've done. Randall's really trying to figure out his own mental health. He's really coming to terms with that in that episode. So we know that your character's TV relationship is solid. True, but yeah. as of last night, we can't say the same thing about The Bachelor. Yeah, the fantasy suites didn't go as planned for a pilot. No, indeed. Let's send it over to our Bachelor expert, Lauren Zima, to break it all down. Hey, Lauren, what's up? Yes, and what everybody's actually talking about is the woman Peter didn't sleep with. It's time for Roses and Rosé. So frontrunner Madison tells pilot Pete that if he hooks up with anybody else on the show, she may have to leave. Uh, spoiler alert, he did. Yeah, in what world is it okay for your fiance to sleep with other people? Oh wait, The Bachelor? No, I'm not okay with the guy that to be kissing other women. Madison, these people have been making out with each other for 24 seasons. You didn't know who The Bachelor was, right? The windmill guy. Four times. <laughs> so many questions, there's really only one man who could answer them all. Chris Harrison's standing right behind me, isn't he? He is, and he's only gonna stay if you have a glass of rosé for me. <gasps> An ultimatum. Cheers to ultimatums. Yes. Now, I have to get your opinion on a quote that Peter gave us just last week. Listen to this. I don't feel like it was an ultimatum. I don't. I can't fault her for just sharing her heart. Was it an ultimatum, Chris Harrison? Yes, it's an ultimatum. It was the timing of this ultimatum that really is what affected this season. A lot of response to the three women all staying right. together in fantasy suites. We do things often that will force a resolution, and that's what this was all about. So awkward. And yes, it was awkward. It was weird, but this situation dictated that happened. Will we get a bachelorette out of Peter's group? Who's in the running right Very now? Very possibly. Um, 
Well, I can't really go into who's in the running because the ending is so unresolved. The debate rages on. I can promise you this, it has not been decided. We do not know who the Bachelorette is yet, uh, but we most of the time don't know at this point. Cheers to you, Chris Harrison. We cannot wait to see what Peter does with all of his mixed emotions. And coming up, we have more with the Mixed Dish cast. I'm still stuck in the 70s. On set with Mark Paul Gosler, how he's changing his look for the Saved by the Bell reboot. I can't wait. Then, Mariah Carey's daughter following in her showbiz footsteps. Mommy. And this is going to be a trip down memory lane, John Tesh. Oh my gosh. Our look back at John's ET audition tape. I thought I had totally blown it. I wanted to kind of do You this. did do that. <laughs> Gee whiz. Um, by the way, that was a genius TikTok by Mariah and her amazing, daughter. Amazing, amazing. Well, Mariah does sing yes. your theme song. You. She it. does. So you know what we want to know when we're gonna get her on the show. I hope we've been soon. Trying. We've been trying, uh, but she's been Kenya's crazy been busy. Yeah, yeah. She's I know busy. who I want her to play. Who? Like your rival, like the new attorney at the, at the office. Your rival, and there'll be some friction. Oh, I love and that. Maybe she likes Paul. I mm -hmm. like that. I wouldn't be mad at that. <laughs> I love the throwbacks to the 80s, all the things that you all do. Have you discovered anything about your 80s fandom by doing this show? Um, that I actually really like the clothes. Do I didn't you? think I would like them, mm -hmm. not much, but um, they're very, now, actually. Does Mary Hart want her jacket back? Oh, oh come on! Oh, yeah. 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 Tonight's episode of Mixed Dish has the Johnsons getting to know their new neighbors. There are six episodes left this season. After that, Mark Paul's getting ready for a reboot. Mark Paul, mm. Saved by the Bell. Yes. A reunion. What yeah. can you tell us? Uh, I am going back. That's you are I'm definitely going back. going back. I'm going to shave this and put a wig on and, uh, yeah, Zach's uh, governor of California. Do the kids, when they find out that you were that teen heartthrob, Okay. Okay, I've seen a clip, but I haven't seen, like, the, the an episode. It's so weird seeing him on TV, like, that young. It's just like, wow, like, he started out young just like us. My mom showed me a picture of him with his blonde hair, and I'm like, that's not Mark Paul. <laughs> Let's send it back to the E.T. set as John and Mary's reunion takes a deeply emotional turn. It brought tears to my eyes. The cancer battle kept hidden from the world. I was in so much agony, so much pain. John Tesh on his darkest days. You said, please kill me, just kill me. I just, I just had enough. the serious journalists of entertainment news. And there we are, dancing in the street. Yeah. Oh. You know, I've blocked this from my memory. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm John Tesh. And I'm Mary Hart, and I get to say welcome, John Tesh, to the show. John and I anchored at the ET desk together for 10 years. One favorite memory? His audition from back in 1986. TV viewers will have the chance to vote for their favorite song next week. How did that feel? 
That felt pretty good. I mean, with your with your coaching, it felt even better. Oh well. I was in a flop sweat. I was I was really nervous. I really wanted the job. You were very sweet, and it was very different for me. So I was yeah. I sweated through a couple of shirts. Shout out to John Tesh. Hi, I'm John Tesh. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it's no wonder so many stars still remember John. You know, we built such a beautiful bond, which is why we both got extremely emotional talking about his new book, Relentless. John, starting... It brought tears to my eyes. The first chapter of your book, I had not known until just before I read the book that you had gone through this very, very serious battle with cancer. Um, so, it truly was life-threatening, and if we can talk about that diagnosis, did you keep that quiet from everybody? I did, and I think, I think the, the reason for that was that I was just afraid of, I was afraid of what would happen to my business, our family business, if, if people were all of a sudden writing me off, because the diagnosis was dire. Uh, my, my doctor, uh, if he hadn't found this cancer because it, it didn't make blood markers, but if he hadn't found this cancer the way he did with a digital ex exam, um, I wouldn't, I just, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And, and so I, I think there's something wrong, John, turned into uh, a, a trip to UCLA and then, and then to Johns Hopkins. Um, but before that, the tests indicated that I probably had, it was a very rare form of prostate cancer. And I know people who are watching this have had, thousands of them have had a diagnosis like this. But it's, um, yeah, I got by 18 months to, to, you know, to two years to live. They said they could probably guarantee me that. It was like pulling the tablecloth out from your, you know, from your setting. And so um, immediately, you know, I was, I was paralyzed. My family was paralyzed, except Connie just immediately, you know, she sprang into action. John's wife of nearly 28 years, actress Connie Selica, along with their children, 38-year-old son Gib and 25-year-old daughter Prima, provided love and support through the difficult chemo and surgery. But John's pain and suffering almost became too much to bear. I know there was a point after the, I think it was the first surgery, yeah. where you were in such agony. You just, you and Connie were holding hands at your hospital bed and you said, please kill me, just kill me. I had, I had complications and they, um... The, uh, the nurse came at me with, a, with, a, with an NG tube, a nasogastric tube. And, and they stick this tube in your nose because they have to pump out your stomach. And there was blood pouring from my nose and, and I was in so much agony, so much pain. And, and, and we, we, looked at, we looked at her, looked at each other and, and that, was, that was exactly what I said because it just, I, I, just, I just had enough. If they hadn't been fighting for me, I, I would have taken the kettlebells in my backyard and strapped into my ankles and jumped in the pool, I, I thought about it. And then you're, you're, you're crying and you're feeling sorry for yourself and then you go and you get chemo and next to you is a kid who has six more lines in their arms than you do, who's eight years old, you know, and then you start feeling guilty. So suffering is real and, and I have such respect for it and for people who get on the other side of it. What did surprise me was that you really hit that low point and you rode away on your bike and you essentially yeah, left yeah, Connie. Yeah. Yeah. at home yeah. and it almost ended. I started drinking too much scotch whiskey. I was not, uh, was not available for as much for Prima and, and Gib. I felt sorry for myself and I rode off on a bicycle. It only took about 20 miles and I was calling Connie and asking how she was. I mean, and 
you know, she, she ultimately forgave me. I used cancer as an excuse not to fight, and that was wrong. Even after treatment, the cancer returned. It was then that John and Connie turned to their faith and divine healing scriptures. So instead of speaking to God about cancer, we started speaking to cancer about God. And we started, we started manifesting that I would be healed. I was healed not only of cancer, uh, and the testing later proved that, but also healed of our, uh, terrible arthritis in my ankle from, from all of the times I'd broken my ankle. John says he's beaten cancer and hopes his journey can inspire others. We have purpose, we have grit, we have persistence. And then when you have that all, when you mix in faith-filled words, you can become relentless doing anything. We love John and we are so yes. happy that he is healthy today. Much more from Mary and John's conversation tomorrow. How John almost got fired from E.T. Can't wait for that. Guys, thank you for letting us hang out with you today. Yes. This was so much fun. Okay, so I need you all to do me a huge favor. You ready to help us out with tonight's E.T. birthdays? Yes. All right, Erica, take it away. Which Parks and Recreation star is a graduate of Harvard University? Is it Amy Poehler, Chris Pratt, or Miss Rashida Jones? <laughs> John and Mary will be right back with the answer. Tomorrow on E.T., we're with David Beckham. How his estimated $450 million empire is only getting bigger. It's quite exciting, actually. Plus. Will, let's do this. Ava Mendez, ready to reunite with Will Smith. What would Hitch do? He'd be out of a job. Tomorrow on E.T. In our E.T. birthdays, which Parks and Recreation star is a graduate of Harvard University? I know that one. That is Rashida Jones, who turns 44 today. Let's not wait another 24 years, John, to do this again. Hey, Kevin Frazier, I'm sorry, man, but you're out. Never. And go buy John's new book, Relentless, Unleashing a Life of Purpose, Grit, and Faith. Good night, everybody. Take care, everyone. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.